Good morning everyone, Dr. Tim O'Shea here from thedoctorwithin.com. This is podcast number one from July 2021. This podcast is about COVID vaccine. This vaccine has caused more deaths in its first five months than all other vaccines combined since 1991. Now the CDC has kept a running total of COVID vaccine deaths on their website. Between January and July of 2021, there have been over 6,200 deaths from the COVID vaccine. Now if you wanna get that URL of, of the CDC keeping track of this, it is in my July 2021 newsletter, the very first section. Now last month, which would have been June of 2021, the number of deaths was only 5,000. I say only 5,000, but even that number exceeded the total number of deaths from all vaccines put together since VAERS first began tracking vaccine injuries way back in 1991. And now here it is a month later and deaths from the vaccine are over 6,200 from the COVID vaccine. If you check the site today, it will be far more because CDC updates that URL every single day. Now this fact is verboten in all media. As you know, any information on vaccine science is being censored from corporate and social media these days, even that coming from CDC itself. All that is allowed to be printed about COVID vaccine is self-promotional marketing, saying how necessary it is, the 97% effectiveness, and now the fake new strains in a desperate attempt to perpetuate the lockdown. So no wonder this is all most people know. Everybody pretends they're informed by just repeating these mantras over and over. So you don't believe this? Click on it. See for yourself CDC's actual stats on COVID vaccine fatalities at the URL in the July 2021 newsletter. Incredibly, CDC updates the URL every single day. They're not even trying to hide it. More amazing is that they always start the page with the statement, quote, reports of death after COVID-19 vaccination are rare, unquote. Rare? They're quoting from VAERS, which is a passive system, which means it's very difficult to report an injury. The CDC, the FDA, and VAERS itself have always admitted that less than 1% of vaccine injuries are ever reported. So doing the math, you know, they're admitting to 6,200 deaths from COVID vaccine. That means that over 600,000 Americans have already died from COVID vaccines. Now this is not Alex Jones or some anti-vax site. This is the CDC's own site. Traveling throughout the country this summer, you'll see the various states returning to normal. 
despite the best efforts of bureaucrats determined to prevent it, desperate to maintain their newfound power. All these delta strains, other non-existent bugs, mask hangers-on, etc. Now that they can't prolong the hoax any longer, the real triumph for media and their handlers are the residual germophobic delusions they have installed under the public hard drive and the supposed value of the new vaccines. A permanent shift. With over half of the U.S. population having volunteered for the most lethal vaccine in history, it's astounding to see how they justify their own reckless behavior in everyday conversation. When the topic comes up, folks are quick to brag about being vaccinated. Have you noticed that? They're proud they've chosen the most fatal vaccine ever invented. Too lazy to do any actual research, they loudly announce their lack of education on the subject, thus admitting they have no idea that COVID vaccines are untested, completely experimental, what EUA status really means, that hundreds of thousands of people have been hospitalized with side effects of the COVID vaccine, such as stroke, myocarditis, acute organic distress, anaphylaxis, etc. What an mRNA vaccine really is. So these individuals are acknowledging that they get all their information from pop media and refuse to go any deeper than simply parroting the daily platitudes. They can't read, they won't read any actual science or reference studies wherein the above issues are thoroughly explained. They're simply not interested. And yet, they will make major health decisions for themselves and their children based on this flimsy awareness level. Broken promise. Now most people ended up swallowing the election myth that the coming vaccine would end the pandemic and the lockdown, which of course couldn't be more ridiculous. There was no pandemic and there is no vaccine. Even after the quote vaccine was out, Many states insisted on keeping the masks as long as possible, reneging on the campaign promise that the vaccine would end the pandemic. Remember? That's how they got that extra six months of lockdown. But here's the material point missing from the whole narrative. The quantum cultural transformation that we've all just witnessed in the past year will allow bureaucrats without the slightest science background to create another viral pandemic emergency complete with lockdowns and masks any time they feel like it. And this incontrovertible fact of Darwinian selection may never be alluded to in any way throughout all media. But perhaps the real horror of the new conventional wisdom is that it's so conventional. Across the board, it's universal. This majority view, irrespective of education or IQ. PhD university professors, 
and Joe Sixpack alike, both reciting from the same lexicon, from the same idiotic psalter of the everyday germaphobe religion. Quarantining the healthy? How dumb are we really? Well, for starters, we're the first nation in history who accepted the preposterous idea of quarantining the healthy for a year and a half. Now, you don't even need peer-reviewed studies to prove the extravagance of this queer notion, which defies all common sense. Never in human history did any rulers ever quarantine the healthy during no epidemic, no pestilence, no plague, no disease outbreak. Never were people so gullible as to believe, first of all, in a non-existent disease, and second, that the population would be protected by mass quarantining of the healthy. Throughout human history, it's only been infected patients who have been quarantined, never the healthy. Not even once in any culture since Adam and Eve. The very idea never even occurred to anyone until 2020. Such a notion defied common sense before there ever was science. And now that there is science, quarantining the healthy has proven to be the most ill-advised disingenuous, disastrous recommendation possible. The decision makers knew how extravagant it was when they ruled it, but they also knew that the time was right to get away with it. The fact that this idiocy has now become immutable medical orthodoxy and that no doctors or scientists are allowed to even question it proves conclusively the radical decline in common intelligence. Last point here. Since no MD, PhD, or research scientist is allowed to challenge the quixotic dogma behind COVID and COVID vaccines, a permanent consequence is that all medical and scientific discussion from this point forward must be intrinsically flawed and impugned. Isn't that logical? I mean, think about it. If politics and corporate expediency can invade the very essence of scientific discovery and whimsically create their own, quote, science that eclipses legitimate science, what does that say about the entire academic narrative for the future? It says this that for all our posturing about the sophistication of modern science, etc., we really haven't advanced at all beyond a time where Galileo was placed under lifetime house arrest by Pope Innocent whatever for proving the earth revolves around the sun. We're still dominated by superstition and the newest religion of the germ theory.